0: Hello and welcome to The Thing About Golf, a podcast series from Golf Australia magazine where we explore just what it is that draws people to this, the most maddening stick and ball game of them all. My name's Rod Murray and each month I'll be bringing you these hopefully entertaining talks with a broad cross section of the golf community and they all have the one goal. We are endeavouring to answer that one simple question, what is The Thing About Golf? In this series, we'll meet golfers who are famous and golfers who are not. But what we guarantee about each and every one of our guests is that they will be interesting because that's the criteria to get the call up from the thing about golf. On today's episode, we have the remarkable story of one of the finest amateur players of recent times that you've likely never heard of. A player whose career trajectory goes against almost all accepted golf wisdom a player who didn't take up the game until they were 24 and didn't get serious about it until their early 40s, but who to this day, at the age of 56, continues to play off a plus handicap. That is the extraordinary story you're going to hear today. That is the story of Sue Worcester. Let's start at this end of your golf career, then I want to go all the way back and work our way back to here. There's no delicate way to ask this question, Sue. (laughs) How old are you?
1: I am 56.
0: And what's your handicap at GA? Uh,
1: Plus two.
0: And what's your handicap US?
1: I think it's about plus four, plus five. I can
0: tell you it's plus (laughs) 4.9.
1: Yeah. Goals a little bit easier over there sometimes.
0: (laughs) That that tells you something about the handicapping system. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's not really that accurate. I'm not really, probably not really a plus five.
0: It tells us something about you too, though, doesn't it, Sue? At to maintain a golf game at that level Mm. at any stage of life requires work and commitment and effort. Not a lot, even the really good players, Mm. particularly those who stay amateur are prepared to put in that sort of time and effort and work Mm. for as long as you clearly have to still be playing this level at this age. What is it about golf?
1: Uh, Well, you know, I've always been a very competitive person and golf satisfies that for me. Um, And I'm a goal setter. And um, I think with golf, you, you never quite get there. So there's always goals you can set mm-hmm. to improve.
0: Plus six, for example.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not really one of my goals. <laughs>
0: no, I understood.
1: <laughs> achievable goals. Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I, it's what I do. It's what I've done for a long time and it's what I enjoy doing and uh, – um, you know, it, it satisfies a lot of things in my life that I, you know, I, I meet new people, you know, I get to socialise, I get friends from it. Um keeps me fit, you know, to achieve those goals I have to stay fit. Um, and, you know, there's just, you know, new challenges, you know, new tournaments to play in. Um, it's getting harder. It's getting harder on my – sometimes I feel like my competitive um, – Yes, he's waning. <laughs> yes. And I have to dig deep sometimes to find it, mm-hmm. but it's always there still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And at some point I'll decide to wind down and, I know, won't be too far away, <laughs> wind down and, you know, just spend some more time with the grandkids and maybe just travel and play golf a bit more fun.
0: More sort of social golf rather yeah, than Because yeah. you play a fairly hectic international schedule. We'll come to that yeah. shortly. How much time a week do you think you devote to golf to maintain a golf game at this level
1: not much at the moment Uh (laughs) um so i have other things that i do in my life besides Mm -hmm. golf so it's not full time um i probably need to devote more time than i'm devoting i don't really i'm just at the moment i'm having a little bit of sort of time off Mm -hmm. you know like if i have a game of golf i might warm up for an hour and that's kind of like My practice at the moment is not really practice because that's just warm-up. And, you know, sometimes I might do a bit of putting practice. I probably only spend about three hours a week on my game. But um, I've got just a few few things going on back at home. So once that's cleared up, I need to start preparing for the US Senior Open, which is on in early May. So I have got to... um, Set some goals. You better get your
0: skates on sir. Yeah, <laughs> g- <laughs> It's just around the corner.
1: I know. I've got to get moving. So in another week or two, I'll be putting a lot more uh, work into practice and start thinking about what sort of game I need and where the standard I need to get to. Um, it's, not, it's, it's not far away. It's just a bit scratchy. At mm. the moment. It doesn't take me long. You know, A couple of weeks of hard practice and I'll be pretty, pretty good, I think.
0: I guess what I'm much. trying to get at is the commitment. For, for some people, the notion of three hours a week working mm. on golf would be unthinkable. Hmm. Either they don't have it, yeah. or they're just not prepared to give it. The truth is, for most of us, we're not prepared to give it. We choose to do other things instead. There's a mm-hmm. real choice, isn't there, at that level? For every hour you spend doing golf, you've yeah. given up an hour doing something else. You're a That's grandmother, right. as you said. Yeah. So, so you're making legit, not life-changing sacrifices, but sacrifices, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am. Um, but then it's like, if I'm going to play that competitive golf at that level, I don't have any choice. Mm-hmm. And there's times when I go out to practice... And as I said, in a few weeks I'll be doing more practice. Well, I don't want to do it. Well, I used to love practice. Right. I don't love it like I used to love it, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but I know that there's no point in competing at that level if you don't practice. No.
0: Do you need less practice the longer you've been doing it? Yes, you it? do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, for one reason you can't – you physically can't do mm-hmm. the practice. You have to be careful. You, you know, you have to weigh it up. You know, you can't a yourself up before you get to a tournament. Because you've got a long road ahead in a tournament, especially a seventy-two hole event, with practice before and everything, and you don't want to get injured, so you have to be fresh. And just off tournament season, when you do need to practice and get those skills honed in, um, you you can't practice like you, as you get older, your body just can't Doesn't deal allow, with it. Does it Doesn't well. allow you don't have the energy. You get injured more easily. Mm-hmm. So it takes longer you have to, to
0: recover if you <laughs> do injure <it to> yourself. Like <laughs> you
1: that, us older ones. And um, but I think when you 've been playing for a while, and if your skills are half decent it's just a matter of just refining them mm. you don't you're not starting from scratch no. like when you're young and mm-hmm. you go and you know you're through that process of finding your swing and you know it gets you know and you've got coaching and then you know you 've got to go backwards to go forwards, and you know there's that many things you have to work on, but I think I'm at that level now where you know, I pretty much play pretty consistent even when I don't practice. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I bought some, a, a solid couple of weeks into my game, I can get as good as I can get it. it doesn't, it's not going to take me six months or anything.
0: What are the strengths of your game, Sue? How do you play off uh, – I don't mean to harp on this, but, but at 56, mm. you're quite slight. There's not a yeah. lot of you, so I'm yeah. guessing you don't bomb at 300 yards. Yeah, to play off <laughs> To play off plus three, yeah. how do you do that with your game? How do you make that happen?
1: I think um, um, I hit it fairly accurately. I mean, obviously, if you hit it 300 yards, you're going to hit it more crooked.
0: You'd get to plus six, though, get, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah,
1: probably If <laughs> 300, you would. If <laughs> someone can tell me how to do that, I'd be yeah. happy to listen. Um, I guess because I have that accuracy, then I'm not really having big numbers. Mm-hmm. So there's that thing. That's one point. Um, and I've got good course management, I believe, and that's comes through years of experience. Mm-hmm you know, and um, knowing what not to do as well as what to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty solid at, at short party, like holding out for uh-huh. those, you know, making those pars where yeah. you've got to get it up and down if you it, miss a grain. And that and,
0: legitimately gets harder the more years and the more scar tissue you build up too, don't you? It
1: does. You yeah, have that database of all the bad parts. The more three-footers yeah. the matter. I'm definitely not as good a putter as I used to Straight, be. Yeah. And I still think that's in me, but sometimes I think that's part of it. You can't get away from no. that. <laughs> you know that's just part of being older. It's yeah. just it's like you have a lot of other things that you've got wisdom about when you're older in mm-hmm. that database, which is a positive. But with putting, <laughs> you've really got to um, so you're to try and have the approach of young people. Yeah, you know, it's so just sort of look at it, and they just want to hold it and just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first started playing golf, I was always a good putter when right. I started. Just in straight I away, I just could read greens. Yep. I got speed it well. I hold a lot of putts. The picture I think, and the hands married up ch- properly. Yeah. I think what changed as I, as I put more time into my golf and then I started to get a better technique and then I started to hit more greens, When I was, as opposed to when I was younger. When I was younger, I'd miss a lot of greens
0: mm-hmm.
1: and had a good imagination with the short game. And I'd get a lot of, because I was a good putter, I'd get a lot of shots up and down. Mm-hmm. I always felt like I was a good putter because I was having a lot of one-putts.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But now <laughs> I hit a lot of greens. It's like, two parts. Yeah. It's two putts, you know, maybe <laughs> one putt here and there, so you don't feel like you're holding as many. Yeah. But you
0: Less one you putts know, when but, you hit but, 17 greens, isn't there?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: That's, that's how it works. Yeah. I want to come back to some of this, too, but first I want to go all the way back. I'm curious as to how you've ended up here. Where and how did golf first come into your life?
1: The first time we ever picked up a golf club was with my father when I was about 12 years of age. Mm-hmm. We went out to Hillsville Country Club. They had a nine-hole course there and um, – he just took me out for a walk with him one day, and, and I said, Oh, can I have a go at that? And I just remember the old persimmon wood he had in his bag and hit a couple of shots. And I thought, Oh, that's kind of fun. And that's all, it was two, basically two shots. And it just went back into the memory bank, I think. And then uh, I just saw some women's clinics advertised at the local public golf course. And when I was, um, oh, I think I was about 24. I thought, oh, i so looking you, for something to do. You had a
0: 12-year gap yeah, between yeah. the first time yeah, you hit a ball. Yeah, I didn't
1: play when I was young. Right. Yeah.
0: 24. Yeah. You took it up.
1: Yeah, I was 24. And then um, and I remember going to the ladies' clinic and um, I remember the, the coach said to me, oh, you're quite good at this.
0: So at 24 you take it up, which is late to come yeah. to the game to get as good as you've gotten. Mm. That, that is unusual. Normally yeah. you find people have been playing since they were little kids or yeah. mid-teens or perhaps. At 24 when you went off to the clinic... Were you one that got bitten by the bug and got oh, yeah. obsessed with it?
1: Yeah, yeah, as most people do straight oh. away. So, you know, you just need to hit the ball in the air when you can get obsessed with golf. <laughs>
0: yeah. Once you've done it once or twice, yeah, you wonder why you can't do it. just the feeling
1: it. of the connection yeah, with the club time. and the ball. I don't know what it is. But
0: uh-huh. And so how did you then – from there, where did you go? So you start with some ladies. A lot of the ladies I speak to, that's how it starts. It's so then I joined the,
1: the public golf course. Mm-hmm. And
0: Which course was that? Where was that?
1: At Dorset in Croydon? Croydon. I lived right. out that way in the eastern suburbs. And – um Got a handicap of First
0: handicap of.
1: 14.
0: First handicap, <laughs> yeah, it was 14. 14, yeah. You know, some of us spend a lifetime <laughs> and never get to 14 or below. Yeah,
1: that's because I, I, I think I've of well. <laughs> right.
0: So, first handicap. So, you would have known, obviously, that you had some natural appetite. Yeah, did you, yeah. Did you think. I mean, it, I was on
1: a public golf course, so it's not quite like playing down the National or. No, but it's, but, it, but, yeah, it's not... It's,
0: it's not, it's not like handy, chopping it and having air swings yeah. and duffing yeah. it and topping it either. Yeah. So, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's you're, you're clearly competent in the game. Yeah. So, at that time, do you recall having goals or f- wondering how good you might get? Did you say to yourself, I think I can get to scratch or I can be a pro? Or were you just playing and getting better through playing? How did that... Well,
1: actually, what happened shortly after that was I become pregnant with twins. As you would. Yes.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, I remember playing golf pregnant with my twins and then I got to a point where as you can imagine
0: <laughs> it becomes unfeasible
1: yeah well almost so I, you know the driver was put back in the bag and I got the five iron out <laughs> right. you know in the last month or two so I played right up till about 38 no well actually they were premature so that's I'm thinking of my next pregnancy but not long before I gave birth I was playing golf right. but with a five five iron off the tee so um, and then obviously there wasn't too much golf for a while course. And then um, I moved down to the country and I played down at Warnerbull, and sort of got got back into golf sort of part-time, you know. The kids grew up a little bit and then I
0: – Did you miss it when you were away or were you – Oh,
1: yeah, I used to um, put the kids in the um, – pen. I take them down to the drive and range of the local <laughs> golf course and put them in the playpen because <laughs> you, when you got twins, they like play together. Sure, and it's yeah. Pretty cute. And did they... you get
0: looks? Did people look at you a bit? Oh, funny probably. I on? didn't
1: care. <laughs> and just to hit golf balls, I just loved it. Okay. I, I mean, I always loved it, and I always, in the back of my mind, wanted to to play. Well, I wasn't sure back then when I started, but like when I went d- did that, and then I went down to Warner to live, then I started playing, and I got better at it, and. I just loved it and I just wanted to – whenever I could touch a golf club, I would. You would. Yeah. And so – and then I worked and I had more children and mm-hmm. and then in my early 40s, I started to play more seriously when just, they grew up. Oh, so,
0: so at 24, you have a couple yeah. of twins, you're hooked on the game. Yeah. In your early 40s, there's a big gap in the middle there. You start to yeah. get serious. Yeah, what sort, played, of level, what mm. sort of level are you playing at in between oh, and how are you managing So that?
1: when I went down to Waterman to play, then I – Oh, I think within six months I was off four handicap.
0: So was about sixteen years in there from twenty four yeah. to forty, where you're around that low single digits. What's it like if if you're a if you're a, a bloke playing off that handicap? Mm. There's lots of events and things to play, and lots of people to play mm. with. Less so for women. How do you maintain the competitive or design? I, where were you playing to yeah. to get your your sort of competition?
1: Well, I so between say twenty seven and. 40, I guess I was, I played pennant, mm-hmm. Melbourne pennant. Did um, you
0: travel up from Yeah,
1: Warnambool? No, no, uh, well, when I was in Warrnambool, I wasn't there for a long time, oh, okay. so for a Sorry. few years I played down that local pennant, um, but then I came up to Melbourne and I joined Woodlands when I was about 30, I think. Okay. Played pennant for them for several years. And then um, when my youngest son went to school... How many have you got,
0: by the way? How many kids? I've got four kids. Four kids, okay. Yeah, four boys. That's a handful. When
1: my... Yeah, yes.
0: Four boys?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and six grandkids. Five boys wow. and one.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> you haven't got time for golf. <laughs> I know. I'll lead a busy life. But, um...
0: there so Woodlands, you're playing pennant. Yeah, so I played pennant. Your... And,
1: like, I played it... I played in the odd tournament. I were not play in the Vic Amateur or um, the, they had the stroke, whole stroke play back then. Um, but in all those years when I was doing that, I used to get a little bit frustrated because I knew that I could be better than I was performing. But I never had any time if to you practice. you had the time to do it. You know, it. I never, you know, like Friday was my game. You know, often I played pennant on Friday and I never used to like winning early. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because
1: that was my only Not game enough go for the That's week. all
0: you, you'd string you know, it out to the seven. Yeah, like, if
1: I knew that I was probably just going to win it, <laughs> I'd like, you know, I didn't really mind if I lost a couple of holes coming in.
0: was. <laughs> so oh, goodness. Sports psychologists could have a field day with that. Um, was there then or is there now, and I think we're all guilty of you can't help but think, what if? Can you sue? I think. I asked Lindy Goggin this same thing. She mm. was in a different situation. Had she wanted to, she could have turned professional, yeah. but she didn't want to. I feel like maybe for you, if things had been different early in life, maybe you might have considered
1: Oh, that. I think if I didn't have kids, I probably would, would yeah. have followed that path. Mm. Whether I was good enough, that's another thing. But
0: So you're at Woodlands, you've got four kids, mm. a million things going on. Yeah. And then you mentioned in your early 40s as though something sort of changed. Mm. This, what, the kids get to a certain age yeah, and you've got more time. Yeah, the kids got, you
1: know, the kids. And you've Some still my old, got... oldest boys are 32 now, so, um, you know, they were starting to become quite independent and, um, you know, they are starting to leave home and, oh, I just had this burning desire to play golf competitive, to see how good I could be, to see where I could and get. And
0: built up for yeah, and, 15 yeah, years, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah,
1: and it built up, that's right. So
0: you're really so driven really, at this stage. Yeah,
1: I'm really driven, So yeah. what
0: handicap are you... What level are you playing at this time when suddenly it becomes clear you're going to be able to have a bit more time? Oh, to I
1: don't know, probably... Pfft.
0: Still around that probably four, probably or are two down or to three scratch or two or three? Okay, something okay. like that. Okay, I
1: can't quite remember, but probably not scratch, I don't think.
0: So what happened then? So you got to your early 40s, you had the time. What happened? How long did it take for you to sort of... Because it... It's a lot harder to get from four to two and two to scratch yeah. than it is to get from twenty to ten and ten yeah, to five. Yeah,
1: does it? The, the increments yeah, it gets know, harder and harder yeah, the it further does, you go. It does. So, so, so how did
0: that unfold? Because we're going to come to this mm-hmm. at forty-eight. You qualified for the Interstate Series.
1: Mm-hmm. I had to take a good hard look at my whole game mm-hmm. and say, well, if I'm going to compete in against these good play elite players, what do I have to do to to compete? And um, need to make some improvements so i took stock of my game and um realized i had a lot of um improvements i had to make
0: you took stock of your game and you saw that if you wanted to compete you'd need to change it. what sorts of things what did you see
1: i needed to hit the ball further Mm
0: -hmm. you know i needed to how far do you hit it just out of interest
1: with my driver probably about 210 meters
0: really i can't in my mind comprehend someone can hit the ball 210 meters and play off plus three Oh, you
1: mean it's not far enough? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: that, that's the automatic assumption. Yeah. Because we watch golf, we read about golf, mm. and everything says, and particularly the money power game. We might well, come I mean, back to some of that. you know,
1: you get that handicap off the ladies' tees. Yes, yeah, still. We're not getting off the men's I understand tees. understand that, but. So that's, yeah. Um, I don't just know, a by just a by, a by. That
0: was just. A, so, and what else did you, so you need to hit it a bit further. Yeah. What else did you need to which, do?
1: Which I did. So I hit less than 210 before.
0: <laughs> so you learned in your 40s how to hit the ball further. So that's, Yeah, I did. That's and commitment. you know, I,
1: I, I worked on my body. Like I did yeah. a lot of gym work mm-hmm. to get stronger. Um, I've always had a good diet. That's important for mm-hmm. me, um, to have a good diet. Um, so it's almost like a job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, <yes. laughs> you have to
1: apply yourself. Sure. You know. What
0: um, are your family saying? At this? What are your kids and your husband, what do they think about this? I imagine golf's probably taking incrementally a bit more time. And a bit more time, and a bit more time, as you're sort of committing to it and really getting involved. How? What sort of impact did that have? You can't well, do it without support, I suppose.
1: Oh look, my husband's been unbelievable. You husbands know,
0: John, what's your, uh, Keith, Keith? Keith, well Keith. done, Keith. Shout out to yeah, Keith. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's always supported me. Mm-hmm. Um, is he a golfer? Yes, he is. He's a very good golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always supported me, and you know, he he caddies for me on most of the tournaments. Uh. He's always, you know, helping me with my game and he knows my game inside out. He knows the way my brain works. Um, and so he was always supportive, you know. I mean, obviously, sometimes I'm not there because I'm on the golf course mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm sure he'd like me home more. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, overall, he was all for me and he still is for playing competitive golf. That's kind of crucial, isn't it? it.
0: Well, without oh, you that, can't do it without couldn't it. You not have done that, could
1: you? Yeah, and I'm sure my kids too, you know um, – missed out on some things because i was playing golf but then i could have been working and had a career as well mm-hmm. i mean i was working part-time but just in our business but you know i think in the day you know i, I don't think um you know people need to have their own goals and their own life and their own ambitions mm-hmm. to be fulfilled and to be a whole person you know and some people are happy staying home with their kids but i you know, I need I need something else, always needed something else, and that's just the way I'm always been. I love my kids to death, but you know. But as I said, I did it when they got older, so it it's, didn't have that much of an impact on them.
0: It's a bit hippie, I suppose, but that's a whole person thing, isn't it? You mm. love your kids, but you've got to you're driven mm. to see how far you can go with this golf. And yeah. You've got a bit of a gift in that way too. You almost have a responsibility if you love the game, yeah, to do that, don't you?
1: Uh well. I have been lucky to have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Very grateful. I mean, it's, you know, a woman of, or any person of that age that can play golf. I mean, I travel overseas. Mm-hmm. I play golf. I'm not even making money doing it. Mm-hmm. Spending, money doing it. spending money doing it. I'm spending money doing it. I'm spending my money doing mm-hmm. this. But you've got to spend your money on something. something. You might as well do it on something that you love, mm-hmm. something that you can have great memories. So... Um, Yeah, sometimes I feel like I have an obligation to do it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I I mean, obviously I do it for myself, but I also want to do it to inspire other women in golf and maybe in other things in their life that, you know, don't just think when you get to a certain age it's all over, you know. I'm a big advocate for senior women's golf. Obviously, you know, I'm involved in it and, um, you know, I think, you know growing up there's a lot of men like there's a lot of male just mm. even amateur tournaments let's Why not even, let's not even go to the professional That's level right. yeah. but there are a lot of amateur tournaments that men can play in mm-hmm. um, around australia and there's a lot of senior sorry senior men and there's not so many senior women and you know if the women the women don't get the opportunity to play in all those events that the men do they get to play in some of those events but even when they do get the fields for those events are not that big. Obviously, more men play golf than women. Sure. But I think what ha- what's happened is over the years, back in when I, in my generation... Our generation. Men, yeah, men were, <laughs> Our generation. <laughs> men were playing golf on the weekends, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Women stopped. Didn't either... A, never took it up, or if they did, they had to stop playing because of their children. That was just the way it worked. Men did... I'm not saying all men did this, hmm. but there's enough men that did that, I believe... They kept their skills up. They got better. And then that's why there's... And more men play, obviously, play sport generally. And so there's a lot more depth in that senior men's field, amateur golf, than the women's. And, that's, and so women kind of are taking it up later. And, you know, golf's a v- any sport's difficult, taking it up later in life.
0: Well, to get any good golf might be the hardest of all though, like It may life, be, right? yeah. I mean you yeah. can play golf until you're ninety. Yeah, yeah I just, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to get good. Yeah, I think you've got really to train
1: your body a bit younger to move yeah. a certain way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Let's come back to you. So you're in your forties, mm. you're working hard, you're getting better. Um, did you have goals? What were, what were you hoping to achieve uh, when you were
1: uh, on this road? Did you have well, interstate Well, I have the goal to get into the interstate team. Right, that so was a goal. to get into that team you have yeah. to perform in the tournaments. Right. So you have to um i'm not sure what, quite what the criteria was, but you had to uh from memory maybe was you had to be like in, on the or maybe it was on the order of merits mm-hmm. the australian order of merit ranking system and uh so you had to bring in the i don't know i think the team consisted of six or seven players, so that was my perhaps my goal back then from memory was to get into that get, get my ranking high enough that I could get looked at and then you go into a squad mm-hmm and there might be a squad of fifteen girls, and you, you know, you have practice sessions every week for a couple of months, and then they'll pick the team from that. And you, all, so they're taking a number of things, but it was mainly through your tournament results
0: yeah. and performance. And can you remember why you picked that as a goal, as opposed to maybe winning the Australian Amateur or I don't know any number of other goals? Was there something particular about the interstate team I, being I a part of that? The,
1: you know, I thought it'd be fun to be in a team. Being honoured to represent your state. And I knew no one had done it at my age. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, for me, that was a big achievement. I thought if I can, you know, because I think the youngest at the time, my first uh, time in the team, the youngest was probably like 22 or something. And then there was me at, I I can't remember, 46 or 47, whatever age it was. And so um, that was a big achievement for me to get into the team because it was every... One else in that 15-team squad was all young too. Mm-hmm. So to get recognised at that age was pretty special.
0: Can you remember the feeling when you got the call-up, when you were told? Was there a phone call? No, or we had an announcement. Yeah. So we had the squad. Uh, so all 15 a... of you were around? Yeah, that, yeah? and we had
1: a, you know, some of the um, members of Golf Victoria, I think, and uh-huh. Ali Mump was the, uh, the manager, and I think um, Michelle... Um, Johnson was at the time she was Michelle Johnson at the time was the coach and uh we got I got the um so we were in this facility at Moonalinks I think and yeah so I got called out and I was just I I remember now I was just like so thrilled to be representing my state Uh, it was a big it was a big yeah it was one of my best memories yeah
0: in the lead-up to that in that room as there mm-hmm. is that a bit like the Oscars? <laughs> yeah. Well
1: we're, we're not quite like the Oscars, but, but you know a similar I mean, format.
0: I think I've done enough, <laughs> yeah, but you can't little, know get, and yeah. I'm sure I'm in oh there's no yeah. chance I'll get there. I'm am yeah. kidding myself. Yeah, not I,
1: like I guess that? I felt like I was on the on the on the border, you know. It was yeah. like and maybe you know, maybe I could, maybe I I mightn't. But um I think Alison Munn had a lot of faith in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she um knew I could um you know, perform at that level, and um, I think I earned my spot. You're
0: untested at that level in a lot of the interstate yeah. team series. Yeah. And how did you go once that had happened?
1: So oh, I remember it was remember? a very challenging week. I remember Ali said to me, "You must by the so we start on we we have a practice round on the Sunday and we play uh, basically 36 holes nearly every day. And where was this at? Days. Where was the uh, Peninsula at Peninsula North right? Course. She said by the end of the week. You've got to be totally spent. (laughs) And believe me, I was. Because I remember we had the big St Kilda fans in our family and the grand final was on the next day. And I remember going out to breakfast with the family near the ground and I virtually couldn't speak. (laughs) I was so mentally and physically exhausted. I think I um, I was undefeated the whole series. Uh Yeah.
0: That must be a source of enormous pride because – there's enough pressure just being in the team and all of your teammates feel it, but they're at very different mm. stages in life and you're carrying that, I won't call it a burden, but I think you know what I mean, that extra
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I thought, yeah, so that is true. Uh, you get into the team and you're like all excited, but then kind of that, you calm down <laughs> from that and you think, oh God, I, I better make sure that I am mm-hmm. show that I've earned my spot, you know, and, you what know. What was the
0: internal dynamic like? Because from the outside, us in the media, we immediately go, "Oh, well, you know, Sue's older than these other ones. She'll be like the mother of the team." I... <laughs>
1: well, I was a little bit like that,
0: but was that the case? And yeah, how did a the other bit, how, did they
1: the, the, no, I, how did they treat oh, you?
0: How did they react?
1: Oh the girls were great. Yeah, yeah, no, the girls are great. I mean, I, you can't. I mean, when you get to a certain age and you certain life experiences, and you've had kids, I mean, you can't accept be a little bit like that. But I tried to be as much as I could, just one of the girls as mm. well. I wasn't trying to mother them too no, much, no, no, but the, you know, maybe a little bit here and there, but. Um, I was just trying to be one of the girls and everyone accepted me and, um, you know, realised obviously that um, I'd earned my spot, I believe, and um, got in, I think I was in the side for a couple of years after Mm. that, yeah.
0: Which is almost as, it's one thing to earn a card on a tour, to keep Mm. it is a real achievement, it's one thing to get into a team, but to keep your place in an interstate series, that must be an, an equally... Probably yeah, probably different sense of achievement. And pride.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was, It's different than the first time you get selected, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, it's still exciting. And um, but then reality sets in, and you have to perform.
0: You got to play. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I didn't go through any o- any other um, season un- undefeated like the first one, but I I played relatively well, I think. But uh, mm. yeah.
0: Of course, in hindsight, see that's all small potatoes because you then blossomed and went on to international. Mm. amateur playing, you've played particularly well in big international tournaments. Mm. When did you first start to think that that was something you'd like to do and when did that become a, a real possibility for uh, you to uh, go overseas? Because, as you said, you're spending your own yeah. money and I imagine your husband goes with you and there's, a, yeah. Yeah, there's probably a bit of a holiday element in there yeah, eventually do, yeah. at some point. But
1: Obviously, as I'm getting older, I'm thinking, you know, it's harder to win an event with the young girls, naturally, you know. And the dip, you know, there's more girls playing and it's getting harder and the scores are getting better. All good things and but not off. good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I thought – so my goal was when I turned 50, I could go overseas because 50 is the age for senior golfing. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, the rest of the world, Australia is 55. Oh, is it really? Yeah.
0: What is wrong with us here?
1: I don't know but it should be 50. Yeah, of course it should. For a number of reasons. We won't go there. Um, so it's 55 for men overseas – but there's a reason for that. We won't go there. <laughs> but we we'll four. We're gonna run win. out of battery, but you can yeah. talk about
0: that later. Yes. Okay. So you realised that you had an opportunity. Yeah, to make so a I thought,
1: okay, now I'm fifty, I can win I wanna win. Mm-hmm. I don't just wanna be make up the numbers, I wanna win. That's what I like doing. And, so. and was it
0: was it the case that you knew you were good enough and you wanted to prove I didn't it or was know it the was case of you I didn't weren't know. Sure I hadn't been over there and done it, so yeah. I didn't know what the competition was yeah.
1: like. But um, so my first event was when I turned 50. You know, uh, quick funny story is that um, I entered in the US Senior Amateur Championship. Uh, You have to qualify to get into that. So the qualifying's not on the Monday before like most tournaments. The qualifying's on like a couple of months before it all over the country. In America? Yeah, there's like five, six, seven hundred women trying to qualify. And I'm here. So I have to book a ticket to go over there to qualify. And then I'm going to come back, and then I'm going to book another ticket Sorry. to go and play in it. So
0: if you play well, you've booked yourself another chunk of money to go back yeah. a couple of months later. Yeah.
1: Right. So I book my ticket, and then I enter the event to for the qualifying, and I'm all, you know, and I'm not, it's not far away. And then my husband says to me, "I don't think you need to qualify." I said, "Why?" He said, "Because if you're top 500 in the world." Mm. Um, on the World Amateur Rankings, Mm -hmm. um, you get an exemption. So we checked all that out. So I didn't have to go and qualify, which was pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Saved a couple of thousand? Yeah, that's
1: right. And um, so I played in that event and I um, qualified for the match play. So we played two rounds of stroke and I qualified for the match play. And um, I was up in Northern California. And I got beaten in the first round. Um, What was it like,
0: though, that experience? That's your first – Well, I realised it it wasn't good
1: enough to win a US amateur. Right. At that time. hmm Because you've got to understand, in, in the US, um, it's a different ball game than he with senior golf. In what way? Well, because they've had all their college system. Right. So all the professional – so a lot of those girls that are in college turn pro. So mm. there's girls that have turned back as amateur, that played in the old PGA. Right. You know, and, you know, they're obviously fairly handy golfers still. And a lot of the girls have been playing golf since they were young. Competition all the time, mm-hmm. not all the time, but oh, a lot a of competition volatile. more than I ever did. So they they're really honed in mm-hmm. on this hot with these high level tournaments, and um, you know, and the Americans um, are very competitive, as you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, not that I wasn't competitive, they just show it a different way, <laughs> and I show it I'm a bit more internalized right. with that. Um, well, you mean they're I, sort
0: of in your face a bit? They're... Yeah, they are, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, but that's just the way they are. Mm. I don't mind it. I, 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 don't, I don't see I don't like you it. shrinking
0: from that, Sue, <laughs> I'd have to say, but I don't see you initiating it either.
1: No, but so I sort of went over there and I sort of thought about it and I thought, I was honest with myself, which you need to be. I thought, I, okay, I played in it and the event was awesome. A USGA event is like on your bucket mm-hmm. list. <laughs> yeah. It's just an amazing event. It's, they have a lot of money, obviously, so they make it, make it a great event. Every. Details attended to.
0: you get the pyramid of balls on the practice? Oh, range, yeah, the you whole get your thing, name you know, on, the on, the range on the range and the <laughs> courses
1: in unbelievable condition and the yeah. courses they play are fantastic and, you know, it just goes on and on. And so I thought, I want to win one of these. I want so to now
0: win. you've got another goal. He
1: said, now right. another guy. He says, I'm a goal orientated person. Yeah. I need a goal. Mm-hmm. So I flounder around and don't do anything. So that was my goal. But I thought, well, that only happens once a year. So you have to get your game to the a level good enough to better win it and B, you have to have it at the right time. at the
0: right time. So
1: it's like, well, that's one week a year. That's a goal, but I've got to do some other stuff besides for one week a year. Although I guess Olympians do that, don't they?
0: Pretty busy for the four years in yeah. between, you would think, <laughs> <laughs> playing <laughs> Grand Prix and world events yeah, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So, so you're looking for so a schedule, not looking I suppose, for
1: a, for a schedule. And so I, I, you know, played in whatever I could. There's not a lot of events to play in as seniors in Australia.
0: There wouldn't no, be a lot. No,
1: no, in the US, right? Okay, but the standard there's a lot more depth over there. Some mm. very good senior players. There's a lot of, you know, there's quite a few women playing off plus figures. So. I wasn't on my own there, so there's some pretty decent golfers that have turned pro and really good amateurs.
0: Did you feel like you went from, in some ways, big fish in a small pond hmm. to little fish in a big pond?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because I
0: imagine in Australia still to yeah. this day in senior women's amateur yeah. are you our number one ranked senior woman? I amateur? Mean, I'd imagine you'd, if not, you'd well, be the Well, not on the order three, of merit, but, but in terms but of
1: the world rankings, the,
0: yeah. You know, anybody yeah. who's teeing up in a tournament, against you, they're looking at Sue Worcester as one of the favourites, I assume, here. In that sense,
1: I guess yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. But you're yeah. not
0: that over there, are
1: you? Well, America, I wasn't. When, you, when
0: you got there, no. When you first went, you're not I that, wasn't. and that's a change, isn't it? There's yeah,
1: yeah, and and there was a big new world. You know, it's True. like, and but it, it was new and it was exciting, and mm-hmm. I thought, oh, it was just. I remember going on the range at that tournament in the first US Senior Amateur I played in, and there's all these women like packed. The range, and they're all like me. They're all clones of me. They're all like golf nuts. They're all, like, working on their game. They've got their... Trying
0: new clubs um, and...
1: Oh, you know, and, 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 and just dishes. looking at their, you know, they're working on their technique uh-huh. and shot making and they're, like, practising for hours and, you know, they we go there and people spend eight hours a day at the golf course like they're professionals, uh-huh. even the senior women.
0: So you felt you belonged?
1: I felt like I belonged and I thought That's I That's a had big step, since. isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, I'm a little bit of an anomaly in, in Australia. Really, mm-hmm. because we haven't had that college system and mm-hmm. most women men too, they get to my age, they not they're past all that. Yeah, not they that. don't want to be competitive, they can't be bothered. So they've done balance. it when they're younger. Yep. So I hadn't done it when I was young and that's probably why I'm still doing it, mm-hmm. because I never did it when I was younger, so I probably would have given up years ago. Well,
0: no, I but... must say so. I get the feeling if we came back here in 20 years, you'd still be just as competitive <laughs> and finding a new arena to compete in with the, the, the over-75s. The I reckon I can win this over-75s women's amateur. I'm convinced I can.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah, so there was – it was like, so, wow, this is like a whole new didn't now existed, so I wanted more of it. Um, and then so I had the goal of getting better – to put myself in a position to win a US Senior Amateur maybe one day, but if I was lucky enough and my cards fell the right way and, and that. Um, so that for the first few years, then I played in some mid-amateurs and um, I think I've I had, to do a lot of, had to do qualifying a lot of the time. I've, I think I've been successful with my USGA qualifying. I think I've only not qualified once. I think I've probably tried to qualify ten times. Okay. Uh, I think I've only missed out on one mid-amateur once and... Um, so that's pretty – pretty. Um,
0: It says something about a player, doesn't it, Sue?
1: I like the qualifying. I find I really can knuckle down in qualifying because you get one go, one eight in holes. This is it. This is it. And I think I have the ability just to grind it and just go it's like – It's the ultimate
0: you, pressure really, isn't it? That, yeah. that this is it. It's yeah. Sunday.
1: I kind of love it but hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about competition. Mm-hmm. You love it and hate it because it's stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's
0: I've probably make it more
1: stressful than it should be, but it is testing and it puts you outside your comfort zone and that's that's other reasons I play golf, to be outside my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. you know, to put myself in new situations, to see, push myself and see what I'm made of, you know, and it makes you a stronger person too. What do you reckon
0: you're made of in hindsight? Well, not hindsight (laughs) so far. Oh,
1: well, I think I'm still...
0: (laughs) Pretty stern stuff. I mean, mean, it's hard to say about yourself, Sue,
1: but you're pretty impressive, aren't you? (laughs) I think the biggest challenging goal for any human being, no matter how good they are, you know, is is what what you think about yourself. You know, do you back yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you believe in yourself? That is the hardest thing to do under pressure. That's what you need to do to win a tournament. You need to say something like, well, you know, well, someone's got to win this. Might, Might as well be me. I mean I never used to be like that but now I'm, I'm like I mean once you won things it's hard, it's easy to say well I've won before but you still you still have those same feelings arising. even no matter how much you've been successful when you get in contention you still have those feelings of doubt about yourself and when you push through those feelings and you just back yourself it's so powerful it's really a good it's the best feeling You know, and sometimes we don't always pull it off. But it's just getting it. It's just that vulnerability we have as humans beings, you know. I think everyone's like that underneath. They never think they're good enough. You know, they're always looking at their faults. But I think if you can just say, well, I have faults. I'm not perfect, but I reckon I can do this. You know, I reckon I've, I reckon I... Someone's got to do it. Might as well be me, you know, and just give it a go, give it a go.
0: Like so many things in this game, Sue, easier said
1: Hmm. than done.
0: So where does that come from, do you think? Have you taught yourself that or is it in there to be uncovered? I remember we spoke once. I think you played in a match play event. You're five down with five to go and you won it on the 20th. And I remember asking you and saying to you, how did you do that? And it didn't make any sense to me at the time, and it kind of does now. And You just said, well, you just can't give up. So, well, of course yeah. you give up. You're five down with five to yeah. play. Of course you give up. Yeah. It's the only sensible course yeah, well, of action, I think in golf, you,
1: I think to be a good player, you, you, you can never give up. Mm. You always got to ex- expect uh, – you never know what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. You never know how many booties are around the corner. You never know when your game's going to change. If you play match play, you don't know whether – your opponent's going to falter, where you're going to, you know, play out of your skin. Um, and you just, you know, with golf, it's just, you know, you know yourself, you play golf. As soon as you just, I don't know, just get a bit slack or go, oh, I can't be bothered or whatever, your game just, I mean, you just start, you fall apart. You unravel. You can't, if you want to be a good player, you you just have to keep grinding it and just just keep working through it and, Punching through the walls, you know, and just give it you all. You know, you can't control what someone... The thing about you're not playing tennis. No. You know, you're not... The other person doesn't control the shot you hit back. You're in complete control in golf. So, really, whether you play match play or stroke play, you're on your own. And you just got to try and hit every shot as good as you can and hope that it's better than your opponent at the end of the day.
0: It's a funny competition, golf, isn't it, for that reason? Hmm. Because... I think of club golf, and I've always thought this is wonderful about Mm. it. You compete against everyone, but you don't directly compete against anybody. You ultimately only compete against yourself, which is why when your mate's playing well, you can be happy for him. Yes. And when he's playing badly, you can enjoy that just as much (laughs) as he does for you. It's a strange form of competition, isn't it, golf?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the most individual sport, isn't it? Mm hmm And um, I think... I think because you have so much time out there, and because you are standing still over the ball is not a non-reactive sport, you have your your mind just goes to all sorts of places. Mm -hmm. But you have to train yourself. You said to me before, "How do I do that? Mm -hmm. How do I believe in myself?" And you know, some days I wake up, it's harder than others. Okay. For whatever reason, you know, you I don't know. Just some days you just are more stronger in the mind than others some days you've got more energy than you have than other days you know whether you've slept poorly you've eaten poorly whatever it is or you've eaten well or you've slept well and you know we there's ebbs and flows in your life all the time and i just think um i don't know you you, you can train yourself to think like that as well you've got to find little tricks mm-hmm. you know there's little tricks because those voices are always there you know you can either push them away you can you can accept them the two ways of dealing with them Accepting them and let them just float off, or have methods to, to, to change change the voice, change the um, you know the. the the message that they're sending you, and so it's about I think it's about being just distracting yourself in golf from those thoughts too. Like I try and to distract myself by thinking about other things, like what which helps. Oh no, just you know sometimes when you you're feeling under pressure and. And you're starting to think, oh, you know.
0: This isn't going well.
1: No, you might be thinking, oh, I have to hit a good, you know, like, you know. When big you, moments, big well, shots. When you get, when you're under a big moment, your body naturally gets tenser. When you get tenser, your body doesn't move like it wants to move. So you have to try and learn ways of relaxing yourself so that it can do what mm. you needed to do to hit those shots. So, you know, you might, um, you might have a mantra. You just have a mantra. You might have a mantra, you know, like Annika Sorensen's mantra was Fairways Greens, Fairways right. Greens, which I do a lot. Fairways Greens, Fairways Greens, Fairways Greens. You can talk, if you say Fairways Greens the whole way down the hole, there's not too much else that come into your head, can there? No, but, true. You might look around at the scenery and just go, oh, I'm so lucky, look at this beautiful scenery, I'm so lucky I could be in other places today that are a lot worse than this and, you know, you could think of something nice, you know, patting your animals, you know... Um,
0: are these all actual thoughts you've yeah. had at big oh, moments? Yeah. 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 So you're telling me you've stood yeah. at the US Women's Amateur and thought about patting your dog. Yeah,
1: or singing songs in my head or just distracting yeah. myself and trying to have good thoughts, thoughts that relax me. Um, but then sometimes, some days, that doesn't work. So you have to have a whole lot of different little tools that you've got mm-hmm. for different days. Because okay. sometimes those things that have worked on other days don't work on this day. So another day might be for me, for instance. Um, I'll say to my husband, who's getting me, i say, so I'm in back nine mode now when the back nine hits. No talking for me. Right. No talking. And I'm just like, I'm just hyper-focused, you know, and I don't talk, I don't react to anything, I don't analyse anything, I just hit the shot, play it and just...
0: Go to the next one.
1: Yeah, hit and just sort of it. try and block everything okay. out. But other days, like I said, things come into your head, so you have to deal with that.
0: Because the truth is that's what golf's really bad, isn't it? The, the physical hitting of the ball... Hmm has is, is got nothing to do with any of that once you get to that level, does it?
1: Yeah, at In- that, I think at that level. I think for people that are learning golf and are on high handicaps, you can be very good mentally, but it doesn't mean you play well because if you, unless you have the technique...
0: Some of the skill, that's right.
1: You need yeah. to have a certain level of technique um, and then get that supported by the mental side. But that helps. That, that, when you've got certainty... That I helps know, you mentally. I know I can
0: hit this shot, so I can yeah. afford to not worry about that aspect.
1: Yeah. I mean, you don't always have – you can gun. never have certainty in golf, no, no matter how good you are. You no. have to go out and golf expecting bad things to happen <laughs> because it, it usually does. So go yeah. out there, expect it, so when it happens, you're not so upset. Upset.
0: Yeah. Why do we play this game soon? <laughs> when you sit and think about it, it's insane, isn't it? But it's wonderful all at the same time.
1: Yeah, I, I just think because, you know, it's always different. Even if you play the same course every day, it's always different. Mm-hmm. And it's, you never quite um, – you never master it. So if you are a goal-orientated sort of person
0: – There's always something, is There's there there always there.
1: something that you can work on, get better at.
0: You didn't putt you know, well today. You didn't drive it well today. hit yeah, you, you know you well want to have your best score. Advisor,
1: you know yeah, you want right to break, whatever, break it, whatever
0: it is. Now we didn't finish your resume. If we're going to do quicker, we're going we're going to wrap okay. it up because we're getting on. So right, let's forget about what. What have you won? What are your proudest victories? You've won some big events in North America, haven't you? So yeah. let run me through your proudest sort of
1: victories. Uh, so for, I won a, 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 the North and South, I think three times. Mm-hmm. I've won the Canadian Seniors twice in the last couple of years. I won the Canadian Mid Amateur last year. Um, so, um, this may be one of your glasses? competitors. Oh,
0: do you need glasses? <laughs> I, I wear glasses. You don't. I can't believe well, that you don't. Know. That's not fair.
1: I, I, I do sometimes for reading, but I won the Australian um, Golf Digest Senior Player of the Year in
0: 2017. We'll edit that bit out. We'll edit
1: that <laughs> bit out. <laughs> no, no, that's a great achievement. But isn't why it? I'm proud of that is because that was, I was selected from all men and women golfers, mm-hmm. both male, male and professional. So we've got some pretty hot that, senior. I oh, was pretty senior Peter Fowler. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. to win that, I was very honoured to win that. Uh, I, w- I um, I've won the Australian last year. Won the Australian Women's Senior Amateur. I won the New Zealand Senior Amateur, and probably my most. And I was a member of the team inaugural Trans Tasman Cup team, which is a, a group of, a team of senior women. Um, Australian women And senior Australian, New Zealand women And, and we, we beat
0: the Kiwis Yeah
1: we beat the so Kiwis we beat so the Kiwis So, yes, so that's good That's the Kiwis well done That was over at the Grange And um, My biggest achievement Was actually not a win It was my runner up In the US Senior amateur championships In Florida This year Just last year mm-hmm. um, I didn't quite pull it off And like I said You know I started playing When I was 50 in these And um,
0: And that was the goal Wasn't it Well
1: that was the goal
0: and that that was the moment?
1: And that was the moment. I I I played pretty good in the last round. I just I – my putting was just a little bit – wasn't bad. She just putted better. Just she held a couple enough. of putts. It yeah. wasn't quite good enough in the moment. And um, But it's given me a drive to, you know, get back out there. See, and
0: You're not done yet is what you're
1: saying. No, about. I mean, that's a big tournament. We played 10 rounds of golf in eight days. And as you say, heat. it's
0: the most competitive golf you it's can a, play. It's the
1: highest years. at – It's the highest-ranked amateur event in the world. Yeah,
0: Serious players.
1: Um, There's a lot of good players.
0: And all there for all doing what you're doing, trying to peak for that event. It's kind of like it's the biggest title. I had to
1: play my best golf to get there I've ever played. Right. Yeah, so. Fantastic. Um, I'm hoping next year I can (laughs) –
0: I guess that kind of answers what's next in a way, Sue, but you said something earlier that reminded me of something that Peter Senior said. You mentioned his name. When he won the Masters at Huntingdale Mm. in 2015 at the age of 57, I'm going to say 56, which was the big three in Australian golf in his 50s, which is extraordinary. He said for him one of the most important things was the example that sets... Mm. To other people, he'd won so many things in his life mm. already. There was a there was a sense of achievement about the win. Yeah. There was something that he hadn't had before, which was a, you know, just because you're fifty or fifty five, mm. don't give up. I, I sense that you were sort of saying something similar before. So, so, I guess how do you just keep doing what you're doing to be an inspiration? Have you got ideas of other way? Do you mentor young people? Or do well, you?
1: when I, as I said, you know, I won't not doing this forever. So I'd like to work with young um, elite. Girls um, down the track. That's what I would like to do and help, um, you know, Vic squads or, you know, the VI work maybe in conjunction with the VIS or something like that. Um, no, I'd like to give back to golf and work with the young girls, young elite players. I'm sure I could be of some sort of help and um, for the girls with more of my experience. But um, yeah, I, I also, as I said, I'm doing it for myself, but like Peter Senior said, when you win something at that age, in our age, um, you like to think that other people can look at you and go, "Gee, maybe I can. Maybe, maybe I can reach that goal that I'm that I said. Maybe that isn't too much of a goal for me. Maybe if I put the work in, and you always have to put work in to reach goals, because people say to me, "Oh, yeah, but Sue, you're crazy. You know, you practice, and no one else does it." I said, "But I choose to do that. Mm-hmm. You can choose to do mm, it too, of course. if you want to. You know." Um, if you want to, and everyone wants to get better at golf. I don't know. There's one person that doesn't play. I wouldn't know that. Doesn't everyone
0: play. wants to be better, Sue. Yeah, but most they don't. of us won't put in the effort to yeah, get better. Yeah, a lot better. of people
1: don't enjoy practice because they don't practice the right, right way. and way. Make it fun. Mm. You need to better learn how to make it fun by playing little games and and competi You know, and playing competitions with other people and all those sorts of things. But I think you know, not just golf, but any, perhaps mm-hmm. more so, sport. You know. Um, that you can still, you know, you're not, you're not over the hill when you're in your 50s. You can still be, I mean, p- competitive golf's lucky for us that we can play competitively at that age. They're not every sport you can do that. You mm. can't do AFL football and, you know, there's a number of obviously sure. sports you can't still do. You can
0: come to golf after those. Which a lot do? Well, yeah,
1: they do, An and they go. I wish I played when I was kid. And younger. every one of them what says, that? "I wish
0: I'd taken this up when I was a kid." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but um, yeah, I like to think that some, you know, that I can, you know, inspire people to to reach their goals. You know, if as even if they feel they're too difficult, because it hasn't been easy for me, it is difficult. You know, it is difficult. It's the myth,
0: isn't it? It's not easy for anyone, is it? It's not easy no. for Tiger Woods. No. He's he's good at golf, but he's not that much better than others that. No, and it's he's easy. had all
1: those injuries well, as well. Th- I mean, and he just keeps absolutely. coming back.
0: Yeah, he keeps coming and back.
1: And you've got to admire for that. You really much. do.
0: Yeah, good time. Mm. Well, see, so you've inspired me.
1: Oh, do you think I reckon
0: I'm going to get my handicap down to nine one day.
1: What's your handicap now?
0: Yeah, we don't want to. Talk about. It's 11 at the moment. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not t- so it's hardly a huge there. goal, is it? Uh,
1: no. Getting down to single figures is a big goal. For it is people. a big. A it's a, a big goal. I've
0: been to nine point six three times oh, really? and never got there. So
1: All three thing times, up here, it's between, up there. between the
0: years. Easier said than done, <laughs> yeah. Sue. It's been fabulous to talk to you today. Yeah. you. We've Rob. come back to thanks where for we started. Me. Thank you for uh, for and I hope the listeners have enjoyed and taken something. I think everybody can take something from your story and the way you've done it. So thanks very much. We thanks, really appreciate Rob. it. Thank you. Normally, that would be the end of our chat, but as is often the case with these things, Sue and I continued to talk after the stop button was pressed, and it was during this informal discussion that Sue started making some revelations about the pressure of high-level competitive golf that I felt I just had to capture. For all of us who'll never know what it's like to play for something truly important, there is some fascinating insights in this bonus content from Sue. Sometimes I don't want to play, you just said to me. What do you mean?
1: Yes, I'll, I'll enter an event and, and I'm all excited about playing in it. But when you enter an event, it takes months before it actually mm-hmm. starts. But then I was just saying I, I suffer from anxiety.
0: So more, not just with golf, generally? Just
1: speaking, generally. I, you know, it. not every day. I, no, don't, but, I don't have to deal with it every day. But, from t- you, know, you know, I do suffer from anxiety. And so I have my challenges there, and it's a big challenge when you play golf, especially competitively, because some days – so I'm all excited about playing at the event, but say, you know, a week before the event, I start thinking about it. And as much as I'm sort of happy to play and I'm not happy to play, it, it's sort of a love-hate thing, and then I start to get anxious. And then I have all those who talking before about the doubts – maybe you're not good enough, maybe you should be playing in it or I'm not going to play well this week. And it's like I'm trying to sabotage myself. And um, it's not the best space to be in. And sometimes I get to the tournament and I am seriously feel like I could pull out of it. Seriously. Mm, have you, ever? N- no, have you ever done No, I've that? never pulled out of it. Because, you know, and, you know, with anxiety, it it comes and goes. It's not there every day and something can trigger it or um, it's – and I think when you're in a pressure situation, it surfaces more if you tend to be that way. Mm -hmm. So golf is like that competitive, especially, you know, the the first round of a tournament, you know, and and everyone's nervous, Mm -hmm. you know. And some days I'm just nervous. Some days I'm nervous and anxious anxious. as, as well. It comes from fear. Yeah. Creates anxiety, and so fear is not the best emotion to have on a golf course. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> fear of the of the um, the bad shot. Yeah, just whatever that is. Yeah, and even um, so, I just that's why you practice. So, that's why you put the time in because you got to you got to you got to have some sort of cushion in there. You know, you got to have something to fall back on. You can't be telling yourself lies. You can't say, oh, well, I've done all this practice, so I should be okay. You have to actually have done it. Don't kid yourself. If you're going to tell yourself something, tell yourself something that's real. You've got to believe it. I'll tell you, you've got to be real. Mm. Mm. You know, if you haven't practised whatever shot you're trying to hit, then, but you know that you can do it, you know you can stand on the range and you can hit it over and over and over. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it now. It's just a golf shot, isn't it? It's just a golf shot. You kind of go, but, but I... I, like, that helps me block it. Let's talking about being distracted, blocking out everything. It's just like you just have to do it. It's like someone's got a gun to your head. Mm. <laughs> I've told a few friends, they laugh about it, but it's true. Someone's got a gun to you and says, I mean, it, people will do two things in this situation. They say, you have to hit the best shot of your life. I'm going to shoot, shoot you, let's just say. And this is the extreme. Mm. Sometimes you need extreme thoughts to get the result. Sometimes you don't even have to think much at all. You can just hit the shot. It just depends on how you are at the time, on the day. And so I'll just, you know, it's like if someone's sort of, if someone's got a gun to my head, I don't have any choice to live. I have to hit a great shot. So it blocks everything out. I just give it my all. And you know, well, some people might just crumble. Freak out. Well, most of you know, us, I crumbled. <laughs> you know, like just thoughts like that or I'll say, you know, if, if you want to really win this, and people say don't think about winning, but I I do, <laughs> you don't have any choice. It's up to you. You've got a choice. You either hit a great shot or you don't. So you might as well try and hit a great shot. Like just just, just give it your all. Just let your body just go. Let it move how it needs to move. Just just hit it all. Even if it just – just get it there somehow. Just get it to that target. Even if you don't put the best swing of it in your life, just – Get it to the target somehow. Get the ball in the hole somehow.
0: What a fascinating peek behind the curtain there from a golfer who I think we can all agree has achieved her goal of providing some inspiration, particularly for those of us on the other side of 50. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Sue Wooster. Make sure to come back next time when we'll meet Australian golf's ultimate power couple, Bob and Kathy Shearer.